Hey guys, welcome to the Daily Dose of Grace, bonus edition. Hey guys, welcome to a Q&A. You asked and I answered. Well, no, that's not how it works. I asked you to ask me questions and now I'm going to answer the questions that I asked you to ask me. <laughs> okay, um, I asked these questions on my my private Instagram and my Snapchat. And so these are questions from my friends. So thank you guys for asking me these questions. And I'm going to answer them now. Okay, let's start off with this one. How are you doing during these times? Thank you for asking. Um, I'm doing well. I am blessed to have somewhere where I can call home, have food on the table, and an opportunity to not worry, but to keep busy and to do things that I love doing while learning as well. Um, God has really blessed me and is teaching me a lot about who he is, but also about myself. Next question. How do you feel about going to college during these times? Well, uni is quite uncertain right now. The Irish system has been blown up because of covid so usually how the leaving cert, how the Irish system goes, is that we take state examinations in the month of June and those results dictate into how we get into college by our scores. So now, because of COVID, we can't sit down in a room and take two hour exams or two and a half or however long. So now it's moved on to predictive grading. So it's a completely different aspect for everyone in Ireland. But um, I'm trying not to think about it too much because I've left it all in God's hands and he will bring me to the desired school that he calls me to. So I will be going to uni at the end of September, beginning of October. Um, Next question, will you share your testimony? I really like this question. I actually never thought about sharing my testimony. So let me know if you would like me to do that. Um. I do know that I have an episode coming about the season of my season of waiting, so look out for that. Um, next question is: Do you feel what you said on your Black Lives Matter personal video was God given? Well, I don't feel like it was. I know that it was a hundred percent because. So basically, I was researching my speech for days on days on end. And what I would say. And one night I couldn't sleep. I don't know why. I just couldn't sleep. And then at 3 a.m. I was my my mind was racing, racing, racing really fast. And I was like, okay, I need to write this down. And I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna write down. And then all of a sudden I'm just writing the speech down. And then I wrote the whole speech down. I woke up the next day, I read it all, and I was like, oh wow. That speech would have not have reached the people that it did if it wasn't from God. Um, if you want to know what speech that they're talking about, it's my Black Lives Matter speech. And it's it's the episode, the first episode, I think. It's called Hashtag Black Lives Matter, My Voice, My Story. Favorite music. I'm going to presume that means songs. So, um... I do have Spotify. Spotify over Apple Music by far. I don't know why people... Okay, maybe let's not get into that. 
Um, so my favorite, let's say, upbeat song at the moment is Up Next by John Keith. I'm obsessed with that song and I'm trying to learn the rap to it. <laughs> but it's not going as well. And the raps that I want to learn is by is a song called Statement by Joey Vance. No big deal. Aaron Cole and John Keith. I love that. I could listen to that over and over and over again. Those are what I'm really trying to learn. Um now kind of vibe songs. I really love um I really love the song Give Me Doubt by The Brilliance. It's just such a beautiful song. Um, and I'm obsessed with Napoli by Sarah Duez. Um, I apologize if I say that wrong. Um, and my favorite worship song at the moment is Real Thing by River Valley Worship. But the song that's been on repeat since months ago is deeper christ your love by seu worship i am obsessed so if you have not heard those songs before most likely you have not because a lot of my songs people don't know so if you have not heard that song give it a listen next next question is how to come back to christ slash perseverance in seeking him and i really like this question i really like him but like it's so simple. It's the simplest thing in the world. To come back to Christ is the simplest thing in the world. Just repent. And it seems too good to be true, but trust me, it's that simple. We've all felt like we've messed up so bad that we've gone too far to receive his grace. But with God, you are never gone too far. And that's what I just love about salvation. You are never too messed up to return back to him. You are never too far gone away from his presence. And that is something so amazing and so beautiful about salvation and God's grace. So if you want to come back to him, but you're thinking you're too far, you've gone too far, you're too far gone, you haven't read your Bible in two months, five months, a year, five years, use this as your push to run back into the arms of your father because he loves you and he only wants you to come back home. He doesn't think that you've gone too far. All he wants is you. The next part of the question is perseverance in seeking him. So perseverance is doing something despite its difficulty. And one thing that I fully stand on how the reason why I can persevere through times when I just feel like, oh, I don't want to read my Bible today, is routine definitely routine making reading your bible a routine because if it's a routine even if one day you don't feel like reading your bible it's your daily routine so you will feel all messed up if you didn't do it because it's part of your routine so once it becomes a daily habit like hopefully one of your daily habits is brushing your teeth but no judgment no judgment no judgment but um but like your daily habit as brushing your teeth, then you will become, you will begin to fall in love with the author and the creator because it's no longer a chore. That's what a lot of people feel. A lot of people feel that they can't read the Bible because it's a chore, like they have to open it. And it's so daunting. The Bible is kind of daunting if you're new to it. So you're like, you're looking at it and you're like, 
where do I start? Where do I begin? How much do I read? How much is enough? How much is too little? How much is too much? You know, and it's just taunting. But once you start building a routine, read one chapter a day, read one verse a day, read five verses a day, regardless of what it is, if you start now, and you slowly progress, it's going to get easier, and you're going to become in love with reading it, and it's just going to become a daily thing for you, it's not going to be a chore anymore, and that's definitely one thing that perseverance in seeking him, because when you continue to read your Bible, you're beginning to learn more about him, you're beginning to love who he is, you're beginning to know who he is, and the more that you read, the more you want to read more, because you want to know more about your creator. I hope that makes sense. Next question. How do you overcome difficult times? Ooh. How do I overcome difficult times? Well, I like to say that I overcome difficult times with God, but I'm human and I fail. And even if I myself didn't use God, didn't run to God, didn't repent to God during some difficult times, without him, I would not have made it through them. I would not have made it through them. On some of, one of my most darkest, difficult times that I faced, I really didn't know if I would get out alive. But when I look back, all I see is God in the situation. Even though in the midst of it, I didn't feel God, I didn't see God. But the fact that I made it out of that situation is only by God. So right now, during this this Right now, during this uncertainty, I have fully relied on God to get through it because I know the only way I can get out is by him. And that's the only way I can know. I know that I will make it out. Next question. How can Christians stay away from worldliness whilst also trying to spread the gospel? Ooh, this is an interesting one. This is very interesting. And I think a lot of Christians struggle with this because we're called to be in the world, but not of the world. Notice the difference. Called to be in the world, but not of the world. We're called to stay away from worldliness, worldly desires, passions, but we are told to be in the world to spread the gospel. So to stay away is you need to know your foundation. You need to know your morals. You need to know what you should be doing. You need to know what you should not be doing and what you should not be a part of. But to know that is to really read your Bible is to be submerged in God's presence and to have the Holy Spirit in you because that's the only way you're going to feel conviction in your actions and if what you're doing is or is not what God is calling you to be doing. So we have to remember that our job is to spread the gospel and to love. Love one another, love each other, love others just how Christ has loved you. And Christ loves you with all your scars, all your mistakes, all your sins, all your doubts. And that's exactly how we're supposed to love others. Exactly just how he loves us. So do like Jesus. That's why I like to say do like Jesus. Show that you love your friends, you love strangers, you love your family. But you don't necessarily, but you shouldn't necessarily, I should say, you shouldn't necessarily participate in the same actions as they do if they're not on the same path as you if they're not christians i hope that kind of explains it and next question have you ever thought about god's calling on your life oh yes almost every single day i wonder 
what he's going to do next year. Like, just think about it. Think about how this year has been so 180, how everything has stopped, how everything has changed. And we didn't even know what was happening. And yet God was still able to work during this time. I just wonder, like, what he's going to call me to do, what the plans he has for my life. But I try not to dwell on it too much in the future. I try not to think about it too much. And I focus on what he calls me to do now. What he calls me to do in my everyday mundane life. What he calls me to do in my family, in my friends, reaching the circle of friends I have now and showing the fruit of the spirit to all who pass me by. Because life isn't normal right now. But that doesn't mean that God isn't going to use this time. Don't underestimate him. God can use God can use anything and anyone in any situation. So don't underestimate him. He can use you right now. Next question. Do you find it difficult being a Christian when it comes to your social life? Social life? Do I have a social life? I'm joking. I have a social life. Um, to be honest, I don't see my faith as a reason of why people don't want to hang around me or why people choose not to be my friend. I usually think it's because like I'm too awkward or I'm too weird or my laugh is too loud or my physical appearance or my characteristics or my character but I never think of it being because of my faith I don't know if that's me being naive or just thinking it's not a reason for someone not to like me I don't know but if it is then whoops I guess I don't know like my faith is something that won't be compromised for the sake of a friendship or a relationship and I'm saying that now because obviously I just said that I've never thought about that. But maybe in the future when it's more clear to me and I have to make that decision, I pray that I will choose my faith over that person. So it's quite easy for me to say that now because I haven't been in the situation, but you never know until you're actually in the situation. So for me, it's not difficult being a Christian when it comes to my social life. And the final question I'm going to end this off with is a bit of a random one, which is why I decided to put it in, is why are Irish house parties so bad? And I don't know. Maybe the host is a bad host or the company is boring. Or maybe it's your mindset, that your mindset is crap. I don't know. But maybe what you should start doing is like going to places with an open mind and not thinking oh it's going to be so bad it's going to be so bad because obviously it's going to be so bad if you're going to think it's going to be so bad so think about it with an open mind be like oh this might not be too bad even if you're going to like a party where you don't know anyone maybe like oh maybe i'll meet some cool people or something i don't know but if you go in with a mindset that's going to be crap obviously you're not going to come out a completely changed mind well Let me not say that, because that's true. You can't. But it's not going to give you much hope if you're going to go in with that mindset. And maybe they're not those type of people that you should or you want to be spreading future events with. Maybe you don't click with any of those people that go there. But why are Irish house parties so bad? To answer that question, I guess Irish house parties are not bad. It just depends on, obviously, the host the company, and your mindset. So, yeah. That's all the questions that I will be answering today. Thank you so much to everyone who sent me questions. And I really appreciate it. And I'm sorry if I didn't answer 
all of them. I didn't want this to be too long. I will maybe make a part two. If you do want to send me any questions, you can send them to my Instagram DM, which is Daily Dose of Grace podcast. Or you can send me an email on dailydoseofgrace at gmail.com. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Daily Dose of Grace. I hope it opened you up to a new perspective that you might have never thought of before. I hope I made use of your valuable time and I pray that you have a wonderful week. Tune in next Monday for a new episode available on all podcast streaming platforms. See ya!